0: Today we're gonna talk about ADHD and feeling left out. Have you ever felt left out? I'm guessing that by now, you have. (laughs) At least once or twice, right? If not, many times. And so I'm hoping that after this episode you have a couple tools in your toolbox to be able to combat feeling left out so that you can honestly start to feel better and gain some ownership around your emotions and gain some skills when it comes to emotional regulation and even self-awareness as to how things are affecting you. So if you're new to the show, this show is called Control the Chaos Mama podcast, and we do life and lot strategy for ADHD entrepreneurs and creative rebels. And honestly, anyone who is feeling overwhelmed, if you are new to ADHD or you suspect that you have ADHD or any overwhelmed symptoms, you're going to benefit from the show. So if you haven't already, go ahead and pause this episode now, subscribe, and I would love to hear what you're thinking of the show and what in the world you would like to have on the show. And so I'm all about being a messenger for you. So shoot me a DM over on social media at Control the Chaos Mama podcast and let me know what it is you are wanting to learn about. All right, so when it comes to ADHD, and yes, this is coming because recently I felt very left out. And so in learning a lot about who I am and what it is that this, how this ADHD stuff affects this, I'm wanting to not fix myself, but wanting to get more skills in terms of dealing with my emotions. And so that brings me to step one. I want you to start to accept the feelings, even if they are negative, because your feelings are valid. If you can start a sentence that says, I feel, and then fill in the blanks, then it is value and right. No one can take that away from you. No one can devalue it. No one can undermine anything that, You feel it, so it is true. And so I think giving yourself the room to be able to feel that, feel that is going to help validate your emotions and also realize that not only good emotions are good. And so letting there be space for the negative emotions so that you can feel through them rather than kind of stuff them under. And so I want you to do that when it comes to your emotions. I think that it will help you a lot when it comes to accepting them so that you can move on. I think it is a very normal response to feel left out. It's painful and it is completely normal. And so I want you to, instead of avoid the thing that is happening, to learn to process it. And so sometimes it's like figuring out why do I feel this way? What proof do I have? And then maybe looking at other times of relationships that you've had that are pouring into you because chances are there are other people right now who care and love for you and they are not leaving you out. And so if we can focus on those relationships, I think it will give less weight to the ones that are leaving us left out. And that brings us to a couple ways to cope with this. If you are feeling really excluded or left out, this is going to help you. Okay. So whether it's deliberate or not, it does send a very specific type of message to you. And what it can feel like is I'm not valuable, I'm not good enough, what's wrong with me? And when it comes to ADHD, a lot of this can have um, some effect on well, is it because I can't just be me? And so that leads to masking and all these things that I definitely have done. And uh, in my situation, I've always felt like I am in all the groups, I have a friend in all the groups and all the different, and I can move from group to group, but I never really felt I had that one best friend, like all of my best friends had best friends kind of thing. And I think in learning more about myself, it's also made it to where I have almost an escape route, which definitely goes in a line with my Enneagram 8 tendencies. And so I think that makes it to where I can realize, oh, you don't love vulnerability and you are a little fearful of abandonment or betrayal. So it's like I have an escape plan to essentially be able to get out of Dodge, and it'd be okay. And so I'm wondering, are there any things that are showing up for you when you think about who you are and how your personality is? If you haven't learned about the Enneagram, go back to one of my episodes. I actually have two on the Enneagram, and it will give you a basic overview of it. And if you are finding that you cannot find the the number or, or Enneagram number that sounds like you, you can also listen to the Enneagram Energy episode that will help you to learn where you go in stress and where you go in health. And this is all just about building self-awareness. Obviously, we cannot sum up your personality in one test or something like that, and so don't try it. But I do want you to gain some self-awareness around what you're feeling and why you're feeling it, who you are, and maybe even give yourself some proof to dispute some of the negative things that are popping up for you. Okay, this is really going to shift your narrative as ter- and re-examine um, the situation, which is going to be a huge part of self-reflection, which isn't our strength sometimes. <laughs> I know it's not mine because that doesn't sound fun. It doesn't move the needle in, in any way, really, except for the internal stuff. It is isn't the inside job part of it. And it can help and I believe this. So if it helps you, or if you have any tools in your toolbox that I'm not talking about today, come and tell me over on Instagram or shoot me an email, info at angel So whenever you have ADHD, sometimes it can feel like you're overreacting to the outside world. I know personally, I will feel understimulated or overstimulated by different things. And sometimes I will feel a little bit of that rejection sensitivity dysphoria that I talked about in an earlier episode, where basically you are seeing criticisms that are not there or that aren't intentionally there. And so it's almost like our brains are playing tricks on us and causing drama that can cause some dopamine spikes. If you think about it, it does. Whenever there is a fight or a big outburst or something like that, or some kind of conflict, even in a movie or something, think about it. There is this excitement. Good or not, it's exciting. And so are you intentionally or unintentionally unintentionally rather, (laughs) causing this drama or this dopamine seeking response to the situation. And so I think if you can check, that's going to help a lot. And then I think that you could also go to the root of it. And so if you go to the root or the cause of that, then you could say, I feel this. And I will tell you good and bad things about this. So I have done this before. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do my normal Enneagram 8 response in stress, which is to go to a 5 and totally go into withdrawal from that situation. That person doesn't exist anymore <laughs> and totally ghost. Instead, I'm going to go to the source and I'm going to say how I feel and this is why I feel it and it's validated and, and good. Now, the response was somewhat gaslighting at first, and but I stood up for myself because I'm an 8, so be brave if you're not, and I think the situation turned out okay. I still feel a lot of those negative feelings that I felt. I don't feel as valued in the relationship, but the relationship's not over. So I think what it does is it leaves it room to grow, to repair, and all that. And so I do think there is a lot of value in thinking through it, but I also think if you're not someone who is like an eight that can stand up for themselves, it can be Maybe even more damaging, but I do think there is value in speaking up in how you feel if you can get your words around how to say that in a way that focuses on what you feel and why you're feeling all right. So, we said basically to get to know your feelings and to fit to own them to avoid necessarily the drama <laughs> that you might be unintentionally stirring up and to speak up for yourself. And next I wanna talk about taking control of the situation. So maybe you're feeling left out because there was some sort of invitation or something that you didn't get. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it's all in your head in the way of, that they don't want you there. And so this could be a way for you to just speak up and ask, hey, I noticed this and I didn't get an invite. Now that does open you up to a lot of vulnerability another thing you could do is take control in the way of extending invites yourself and so taking the situation out of the hands of someone else and doing that now another way you could do is look at the people who are supporting you who do want you to win and who are in my mind more genuine friends and start focusing on those relationships and building them up. Now, since you are a creative rebel or an ADHD entrepreneur, you might even want to put a reminder in your phone to attend to those certain relationships that you do deem really important or that people have showed up for you or that so that you can intentionally show up for them. Because what happens a lot of times in your relationships when you are ADHD and you might have noticed this is that in the beginning when it's all exciting and new, you are all in and all there. And then what can happen is that your effort to, to show love or kindness and giving and all the things that are naturally you starts to wane. And so if you put a reminder in your phone, then maybe that's a time where you call someone, you know, that friend or that your husband even, or extend some sort of nice gesture or something like that. So you can invest in those relationships that you are deeming to be important and, and worthy, right, of your of your effort. And so you are looking at the relationships that you have that you want to invest in and prioritizing them and you in hacking your brain and using some reminders because we don't always remember what is not right in front of us. And so this is a way for you to bring it front to mind and to invest in those relationships. And then another thing is to really reach out and put yourself out there in terms of making new friends. And this can sometimes feel off or weird because we have been, at least in my situation, giving a more masked version of ourselves for so long. If you do this, make sure that you're you all the way so that you can find the people that are your people. They are out there and so keep being you and keep showing up authentically you. And I think that what can happen is it's like a filtering process. And so the people that that are worthy of all your time and all your attention are out there and so this can be a way for you to find them. Now, I would love for you to come over into our community. I actually have a community for plan your podcast rebellion. It is where we really figure out what the changes that we are passionate about so that we can utilize podcasting to be able to share it with the world. So if you have not already checked out that group, come in over and find us over on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram at control the chaos mama podcast or podcast school for squirrels. And so this is really all about stepping out and to our voice, owning the story that is ours so that we can make meaning of our hard stuff and help others. I think that especially for the Enneagram eights, that is going to help you to really get into that healthy, secure two role that we take on when we're healthy and secure of a helper. And so if you can do things that put you more into that helper role, it's gonna be even better. So I would love to know though, what is your Enneagram if you know it? Come over and tell me over on Instagram. And until then, I just wanna wish you guys joy and abundance. I wanna tell you that you are worthy of friendships and that... I'll be your friend. <laughs> Seriously, though, stop investing all the money and masterminds and all the things to feel like you are getting that friendship, almost like a paid friendship, and instead start making people feel seen and heard and utilizing the tools that the strengths, the, the things that are innately you and show it to them. I think that's super powerful, and I can't wait to see what you do. Wishing you joy and abundance. Angel. that way.